For the most accurate and up-to-date weather forecast, whisper your interest into a piece of birch bark the size of your hand, burn it, and capture the smoke from that birch bark in a glass bottle with a cork stopper. Present this bottled birch smoke to the largest garden spider you can, along with the juicy remains of a recently departed clusterfly. Upon placing the offering in front of the spider, bow deeply and take three steps back before silently turning around and returning home. With time, you will find your answer. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. For as long as there have been seasons, and hominids to observe them and think about them, there have undoubtedly been weather predictions, and people who make it their life's work to encourage the weather to change to their advantage. Too much drought? We pray or dance for rain. Tired of preparing for a hard winter? We look to the Farmer's Almanac to gain insight into what the year has in store for us. Unsure about whether to cancel school or not? We look to any number of meteorological forecasts. As summer slumps into fall, and those fall days and nights begin to crisp up while frosts dance across the landscape, the question bubbles up of how severe the winter will be. Modern science, depending on your perspective, has advanced much of our lives, from antibiotics to refrigeration to cell phones. It has also advanced weather data collection, and therefore weather predictions. From a global network of weather observation stations, both on land and set up on satellites, Meteorologists can observe weather patterns in real time around the globe and create thousands of computer models to predict how it might change over time, even predicting trends for coming seasons knowing the strength of those predictions. Though for those of us that live on the outskirts of civilization, like those of us down east, we find these predictions to lack a certain reliability, and can often find that each weather station seems to report substantively different forecasts from another. With the National Weather Service predicting an El Nino year, the 2023-24 winter for us here in Maine is slated to be warmer than usual, with equal chances of it being abnormally more or less precipitation. Perhaps not the most insightful for us. Old-timey New Englanders and those of us who aspire to some dyed-in-the-wool swamp Yankee greatness turn our attention to the Farmer's Almanac to divine some truth about the changing seasons. For this upcoming winter season, the Almanac predicts warmer-than-normal temperatures, corroborating the National Weather Service's predictions. But they go on to suggest that we might have a snowy holiday season and can expect above-average snowfall. The statistical reliability of these predictions is a bit dubious. The Almanac reports 80-85% to 85% accuracy, while a University of Illinois study claims the historical accuracy of the Farmer's Almanac to only be about 52%, or roughly that of a coin toss. Whether fueled by science or by the influence of popular publication, and regardless of their accuracy, there is something lost in the mystery, magic, and excitement of weather predictions with these sterile scientific forecasts. And for most of us, what is there really to gain from these speculations? To give us something to dread or something to be excited about? To give us rationale for how we stock up on food and fuel? Who knows, but if you are well-provisioned and prepared, it's much more fun and special to make your own seasonal predictions based on some well-founded, or perhaps they are all just dubious, observations. Here are a few old predictors to add to your forecasting quiver, though their accuracy is just about as questionable as any forecast around here. Nuts that fall more heavily in the autumn, indicating a thicker-than-average shell, means a more severe winter. A larger rusty band on a woolly bear caterpillar means a milder winter, or perhaps a milder previous spring, see our last episode. 
If the summer and fall were good mushrooming years, there will be great snowfall in the winter. If October is abnormally warm, one can anticipate an abnormally cold February. If beaver's fur and fat is thick, the winter will be harsh. The height of paper wasp nests in trees indicates the depth of snowpack for the following winter. This latter one I once reflected on with some degree of fear when I went on a late summer paddle and stumbled on a paper wasp nest that was over 20 feet up in a tree. As it turned out, that winter was a mild one. So this weekend, you can try out your own winter season forecasting with any of the methods I described or any other innumerable techniques. This pastime of weather predictions is especially fun with some youngers around. And remember, regardless of what your divinations reveal, make sure you are well stocked up on woolen goods, firewood, and hot cocoa. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.